Hey amigos y amigas, today's episode is a bit different. I will need your help with this one. I am looking for the survivors of IELTS. <laughs> If this doesn't make sense yet, uh, then keep listening. It will all start to make sense very soon. Stick around, let's go! Welcome, amigos y amigas. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net, and you are listening to episode number 180, number 180, numero 180. How's it going? How's it going? Hope you're feeling amazing. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're fine and dandy. <laughs> Uh, I'll fix that. Uh, I'll fix that in a sec. Uh, just give me one sec. Let me do a quick test. Let me do a quick test. Um, I call it a psychological test. <laughs> uh, it, it is a psychological test. Let's see if you still feel amazing. Uh, let's see what happens if I say this word. IELTS. Ha! Do you still feel amazing? <laughs> Or do you want to scream in pain? <laughs> I'm sure you do. Does your eye twitch? Are you going crazy? <laughs> do you feel like you are in a nightmare with Freddy Krueger? <laughs> are you going nuts? <laughs> That's what I was expecting to see. That's the reaction I was expecting when I said IELTS. You probably went, oh my god, no, not that. <laughs> yeah, well, you guessed it. That's what we're going to talk about today. I know. But uh, let me just give you a quick overview of what IELTS is for those of you who don't know. I did mention this in uh, some of the earlier episodes. Uh, let me check uh, the episode numbers. Uh, there's quite a few, actually. The most recent one was episode number 122, uh, 022-021-014-013. Okay, now, you don't have to remember all these numbers. I am going to leave the links to these episodes in the transcript of today's show so you can easily find these episodes, alrighty? Cool, so we did talk about IELTS and uh, TOEFL before, which is another exam. So if you're new to this show and you're about to do the IELTS exam or the TOEFL exam, You can check out those earlier episodes uh, if you need some motivation <laughs> or empowerment to do those exams. And in one of the uh, episodes that I mentioned, um, I actually talked about how much I hate IELTS. I hate it. I believe that was episode 014 and it was titled, I hate IELTS. <laughs> I hate it. Alrighty, going back to the overview of IELTS, um, IELTS or TOEFL. So, so, as some of you know, these are English exams. These are the exams required to be taken if you're planning to study overseas or if you're planning to move overseas. Now, when I say overseas, I am referring to English-speaking countries like the United Kingdom, United States. Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and so on. 
And um, IELTS and TOEFL are mandatory, which means they are a must English exams that you need to take. And these exams are enforced by the governments of those countries um, to test your knowledge of English. That is the purpose of taking IELTS and TOEFL. Now, if you just want to test your fluency and to see what level of English you're at, you can still take these exams. But um, you know what? They're a bit pricey, so I don't know if you should do that, okay? <laughs> but uh, let me continue. Let me carry on. Now, I understand that not all visas require English tests, um, but the majority do, especially if you're planning to migrate to Australia as a skilled migrant. In other words, when I say skilled migrants, means a professional. So you would need to demonstrate your level of English, okay? So in those cases, you will have to take IELTS or TOEFL. I think Australia now accepts TOEFL. Right, so for example, let me just give you a quick example. As of this recording, as of today, if you're planning to immigrate to Australia as a skilled migrant, as a professional, you would need to have an IELTS score of 7 at least, okay? 7 is the minimum in all of the disciplines. And these disciplines are listening, reading, writing, and speaking. That's what you are rated on. Now, these requirements may vary, okay? And it's best to speak with your migration agent. It also depends on what uh, visa you're planning to apply for, okay? So the score may not be seven in all cases. So I suggest you speak to your migration agent. I'm not going to talk about visas as I'm not a migration agent and I don't want to give you wrong advice. It's best uh, you do your own research. Talk to someone at the embassy of Australia, of New Zealand, of the country you want to emigrate to or find an immigration agent. I have a couple of immigration agents I can recommend if you need any. But anyway, all I want to talk about today is that awful, yucky, awful exam, IELTS. <laughs> and by the way, IELTS, what does it stand for? IELTS stands for the International English Language Testing System. It's quite a mouthful to say, so we're just going to call it IELTS. The reason I hate IELTS is that it is too long. First of all, it's close to three hours. That's three hours of your life. It's also not cheap, okay? Uh, most of us have to do it more than once, so that's more money out the door. And the topics uh, that are in the exam are not very interesting. I personally don't care about the topics we have to write about in these exams. Most of the things you need to learn for IELTS are not even required in your day-to-day -day life overseas. When you do, move overseas, right? Just to give you an idea, to get a score of 7, you almost have to be an advanced speaker of English. Now, if you're not at the advanced uh, level yet, don't be discouraged. I don't want to put you off, okay? It can still be done. But you need lots of practice, lots of practice. So you get used to the types of questions in the exam. Uh, you get used to the format of the questions. So, yeah, you just need to practice and you will get better at it. Great. Now, to use the word hate, okay, is a bit harsh. It's not very nice to use this word, you know, when I say I hate IELTS. But uh, let's just say that I don't like it and I don't like IELTS. <laughs> 
And some of you might feel the same as me. I can hear your pain. I can hear it. I can smell it. <laughs> and you know, I have other words um, to describe IELTS, which I'm not going to share with you today as I don't want to get in trouble with Weon Intelligente. So I have to keep it polite. I'm going to keep it polite. I keep getting emails from a number of listeners asking me about IELTS and TOEFL, asking for some tips. By the way, TOEFL is another exam. It's, uh, it's computer-based as opposed to IELTS. IELTS is handwritten. TOEFL is used mostly for international students, but I believe it can also be used for other residency visas. Again, you'll have to speak to an immigration agent when it comes to, this, uh, when it comes to visas. So I have students preparing for IELTS and TOEFL and you know what, it's just been a topic that I feel very strongly about and I think it's about time that I cover it more in the podcast. And also I want you to know that I sympathize with you. We share the same sentiment about IELTS. You also need to know that you are not alone. If you're doing the IELTS uh, exam, please remember that you are not alone. There are others who feel the same way you do, especially if you feel really frustrated and you feel like it's the end of the world. <laughs> so I just want to say, please be patient and I promise you, you will see that light at the end of the tunnel. Just keep going, keep practicing. Maybe you won't get the score you need the first time you take IELTS, but know that this is normal. This is normal. Again, you're not alone. I know a lot of people who had taken IELTS a uh, number of times, like three or four times, because they needed that score. They needed a seven uh, for one of the visas um, to Australia. So again, you are not alone. What you need to know uh, about IELTS is that this is a skill. IELTS is a skill. And like any skill, you need to practice it until you become good at it. You must dedicate one hour a day to practice if you want to be really good at it. As I said, again, it's a skill. You must get familiar with the types of questions in the test. And they follow the same format. Uh, so it's a really good idea to get familiar and practice past IELTS questions. And there is a lot you can find on the internet. What happens when you do get the right score? <laughs> What happens when you do get the score that you need? Let's say you needed a 7. What happens when you get a 7? How would you feel if you got a 7? Wow. Um, I can tell you from experience <laughs> that once you get the IELTS score that you need, whatever your goal, it feels like you won the lottery. It feels like you won the lottery. It feels really great. Really, 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 really great. <laughs> My friends had to do IELTS um, before, uh, before coming to Australia. They had to do IELTS and they were telling me about their experience. And yeah, it's, once they got it, they thought, wow, this is a lotto ticket. They won lottery. This is what you're going to look forward to. So I'll tell you again, don't give up. It's possible to get the score you need. You need to practice. Remember. So, amigos y amigas, I'm not going to go into too much detail about IELTS and TOEFL in today's episode. But we are going to carry on uh, with this topic. 
Now, the reason why I don't want to go into detail uh, is because I want to speak to the survivors of IELTS. <laughs> I call it survivors of IELTS. I know. It feels like you survived something horrible. <laughs> I want to speak to the survivors of IELTS. <laughs> Where are you guys? Are you out there? Where are you? Are you still listening to this episode? <laughs> I'm looking to speak to the survivors of IELTS and TOEFL. I want to know what has worked for you. How did you get the score you needed? Is there a secret recipe? Can you share something with us? I want to know if you have any tips to share with the uh, English Made Simple audience, with us. I want to know what you have to say about IELTS. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know how you feel about it. And... I want to know how you felt it before going into the exam and then after you got the right score. I want to know everything, okay? So, have you survived IELTS exam? Have you survived TOEFL exam? If so, please get in touch with me. Please send me a message. Uh, you can send it via my website, englishmadesimple.net slash contact or directly. You can contact me at uh, milena at englishmadesimple.net net. I really want to speak to people who have defeated the IELTS beast. You will be featured on this podcast. Uh, we can have a chat on the podcast. We can uh, create an episode and have a chat together. Uh, but if you're too shy, uh, you and I can have a chat behind the scenes. Uh, and then I will share the tips with my listeners because I know that my listeners really want to know how the others have done it. So if you have any tips to share with my listeners, that would be amazing. And for those of you who have um, friends who have done the uh, IELTS before or TOEFL exam, please tell them about this podcast. Get them to contact me. I'd like to have a chat with them. I'd like to know what worked for them. So this was a very short episode, okay? Short and sweet. Thanks for joining me today, amigos y amigas. And thanks for listening to me blab about IELTS. Hope you're feeling better now. <laughs> By the way, have you joined my Facebook group? Uh, if you join my Facebook group, there's no IELTS required to join. No passport required. It's free to join. The Facebook group is called English Made Simple. All you need to do is answer one question before you join. So I hope to see you in there. You've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Bye.